your love is kind Your love is patient You build my heart With so much peace and joy
Just want to love you. Just love him. Just love him. Just love him. Special to holy, that is you, Lord.
What scripture? First. Oh, that is the weekly the Bible reading. But I gave a different assignment. And I said, let's go and think about it because it's connected to what we're talking about, the place of influence. You didn't you didn't do it? Sugar. Sugar, sugar. Sugar. First Corinthians nine, verse five. The old key games, the not not the NKJV, the KJV itself. Yeah. Um, First Corinthians five nine. Have we not power to lead about a sister, a wife, as well as other apostles, and as the brethren of the Lord and Cephas? Amen. Amen. So yeah. It's First Corinthians nine five. So. I don't even know how to do it anymore because you didn't um, make your research on this. But what do you think is the meaning of that? Have we no power to lead about a sister, a wife, as well as other apostles? It's like that's what the other apostles were doing. And it was like myself and my team, like, you know, Barnabas and all these people, don't we have the right to do this? Thing? What do you think is the meaning of that? What do you think is the meaning of that? Dave, we are looking at 1 Corinthians 9.5. And we are trying to get the meaning of that statement. What does it mean to say to lead about a sister, a wife? Why? Why? What do you think? Starting from verse... Oh, this thing is gone. Starting from verse 1. So just 
hit it from verse 1 and let's get through. Uh, Is it five? No, more than five. This thing keeps shifting. Okay, let's start from verse 1. And then. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1. Mm. Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Hmm. Are not ye my work in the Lord? If I be not an apostle unto others, yet doubtless I am to you. Hmm. For the seal of mine apostleship are ye in the Lord. My answer to them that do examine me is this. Have we not power to eat and to drink? Have we not power to lead about a sister, a wife, as well as other apostles, and as the brethren of the Lord and Cephas? Do you want me to keep going? Yes. Or I only and Barnabas have not we power to forbear working? Who goeth a warfare any time at his own charges? Who planteth a vineyard and eateth not of the fruit thereof. All right. That's fine. Thank you. So when you when you look at this, you clearly know that being at the place of influence and impact, you have critics all over the place. And they're going to, you know, it's never enough. Whatever you do is never enough. As well as um, people are concerned, it is never enough. There are those who appreciate you for the little you're doing. And there are still those who are like, you can do more. And all that, those things, and and when people are not filled with the same spirit you are filled in, like Paul said, I don't have anybody like like-minded like myself. Even Demas has forsaken me, loving the pleasures of this world. It it gets so hard when it seems like at the place of influence you should um, put in more effort, as if the people put you in that place. You know, if you voted for a president, then you can say we need you to do more because you voted for the first person. But anybody who volunteers and answers the call of God to kind of be in the place where they are, it's not because of it's a choice. Like Paul says that if I do this thing willingly, then I have um, uh, um, um, some money waiting for me, a reward waiting for me, you understand? Some wage waiting for me because I chose to be an apostle. But he says it's against my will, for that is not what I wanted to do. God called you to a place, and therefore you do it. So he says, a necessity is laid upon me, and woe unto me if I do not preach the gospel, because it's a necessity laid on him. So a place of influence will cause you to talk like Paul is talking. But to understand what really is happening, we want to look at the verse 5 well. And the other translations were not able to put it in this way. This is the right um, translation from the from the from the Greek. Other translations you could try. Other translations, even even the the Messenger Bible says a different thing. If you read from Messenger Bible, say from verse three to verse seven, can you do that for us? The Messenger Bible, it's it says a whole different thing. Although it gives the same picture as in being a place of authority, these things are going to happen to you, but. What we are looking for is a bit different. Do you have it? MSG. Okay. It's, it says 3 to 7. So let's just do that 3 to 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 37 from yeah. the MSG. 
I'm not shy in standing up to my critics. Uh-huh. We who are on missionary assignments for God have mm-hmm. a right to dissent accommodations. Mm-hmm. And we have a right to support for us and our family. Mm-hmm. You don't seem to have raised questions with the other apostles mm-hmm. and our masters, brothers, and Peter in these matters. So mm-hmm. why me? Mm-hmm. Is it just Barnabas and I who have to go it alone and pay it on? our own way Mm. our soldiers self-employed our Mm. gardeners forbidden to eat vegetables from their own gardens Mm -hmm. don't dairy farms get to drink their own their fill of sorry don't dairy farms get to drink their fill from the pile yeah so you see it's still about answering critics because these things are bound to happen they say a lot of things and all that and sometimes as if you don't deserve a little small enjoyment to be (laughs) But that statement, we really need to get through it in the King James Version. Have we not power to lead about a sister? To lead about a sister. What does it mean to lead about a sister and a wife? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it? What do you think is the meaning of that um, statement? Have we not power to lead about? Why did he have to use the word power in connection to a sister? And a wife. It's <laughs> any 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 ideas? Any ideas? Just to give you uh, a hint of what the sister means. It's not like blood relation, all right? In the church, you say brothers and sisters, right? So you say, don't we have the power to lead about a sister and lead about a wife? So what what is he talking about? Can you just pick somebody and just start following me or what? What is he talking about? Because the other apostles were doing it. But he himself and Barnabas, they were not doing it. They were not even seriously like, you know, receiving any help except the the um, Philippian church, you know, and sometimes the Thessalonican church, you know. But you didn't have people like, you know, sponsoring them here and there like the apostles had. They said, don't we have the power to even, like the MSG said, to decent accommodations you know so you can see what paul was really going through because of the missionary assignment for god and that is the place of influence i was talking to you about from first timothy 3 16 the place of influence talking about we are on an assignment is a missionary assignment for god and whatever you can do to accomplish your own assignment for god on this earth you have to do it because that is a place where he wants you to be and be a blessing to many and give him the glory. So, so far, um, I believe you are praying to know your missionary assignment. What is your missionary assignment? Apart from go ye into the world and preach the gospel and make it make disciples of all nations, you have a, your individual calling. Okay, apart from the general ones, you have your individual calling and something you are called to do just to bless people. And to give God glory. And it, it should be of a very serious interest to you. Because your account before God, this is going to be part of it. In fact, your entire account, judgment before Christ, is about what he asks you to do. Like he gave the parable of the master and the servants. He gave this one five um, talents. He gave this one three. He gave the other one two. Do you remember? And as he traveled, he told them, I don't know when I'm coming, but work with what I've given you. He came back, and the guy with the five had five more. 
the guy with the three had three more, and the guy with the was it one? Yeah, he he, he hid it. He says, Master, I know you are very wicked. Honale <laughs> Master. You are very wicked. You you gather from where you have not sown. You reap from where you have not sown. So I, I buried your money. A lot of Christians have buried their gifts. And what did he tell him? At least give the thing to the bank. I would have had interest. And he said, to, to whom much is given? No, no, no. He says, he that has much, more is given to him. And he that has not, even the, the least he has will be collected because you're not using it. So God, Bible says the gifts of God are without repentance. He will not come and take it. But, but for what you are doing, somebody will tap it. Take it out. It's, 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 it happens. It happens. And, you see, we have been training a way growing up in Christianity that it always has to be prayer, 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 prayer. Of course, it has to be prayer, prayer. But when these things that add value to your prayer life and your Christian life and your, and your life to be called blessed, if you're not using these things, sometimes you pray and pray and pray, things will not happen well because you are not using what he gave you. It's a key. The gift of God for you is a key. You understand? It's a mighty key. Use it. And then he said, the guy with the, with the five that got extra ten, he says, you shall be a ruler over ten cities. So when you use your gift, your, your missionary assignment God has given you, he gives you the, like we said, the impact. That is a, the guy, you told the guy, rule now over ten cities. I gave you five. You added five. You have ten. Now I give you ten cities. So your impact, your result determines how far you go. Are you catching it? It determines how far you go. That is why there have been people who never had any qualification. They even couldn't speak English. But they went very far. <laughs> why? Why? Because they were adding and adding and adding. They didn't have that qualification that a lot of people have. And they're going far. What a shock. Why? They understood their impact. When the disciples, after Jesus, they were ministering, they said, these guys, we know they are not learned. But from how they are speaking, eh, we know that they have been with Christ. And they called them Christians. So your results is very important to God. You know, and it's something you're going to be account of. One time the Lord was, I was preaching on the radio and then we were talking about some questions people usually ask. And what happened? The Lord said, I don't judge people. I'm not going to, on the judgment day, I'm not going to judge the world or human beings because they didn't serve me. He says, I'm not going to do that. They, they had a will to choose. I'm not going to judge people for not serving me. I'm going to judge them for what they did with the life I gave them. You see what a judgment means? The life I gave them. What they did with it. And then he says, there's another judgment for Christians, right? All the believers will also have our judgment. And that one is going to be based on what you did with the gift he gave you. That would determine your place in heaven. Whether you will be part of the high class or the low class. And somebody will say, look, if I get low class, I, I just cross my heart. I thank God. At least I got into heaven. <laughs> Yeah, but when you are there, you are seeing rankings and you see your own. Intelligence in heaven will let you even be sad. 
although you are in heaven, but the thing that you, you'll be surprised. Yeah. How? Like Paul said, all of us, our works will pass through fire. Amen. They will what? Will pass through fire. And it says, people, like we are building on Christ. Christ is the foundation. We are building on Christ. He says, everyone's work will pass through fire. And those who are, whose, whose work are like gold, when it passes through the fire, it comes out refined. But those who are working like, their, 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 their work is like wood. So when it passes through the fire, you see how far. <laughs> so if today was the judgment day, are you gold? Are you silver? Are you diamond? Are you wood? Are you, what, which one are you? What one do you have? Marble. <laughs> Mare. You are there. Where? That's why he says, test yourself, examine yourself if you are still in the faith. Because your input matters. Amen. So do we have any understanding so far on the first Corinthians nine five? Nobody? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's choosing not to. Okay. Oh, you are asking. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were bringing an idea. Okay. You want to know, is he talking about in terms of Yes. That's clearly what the whole thing means. Why? To say that. Because of the critics. Like you read in the MSG. It says, I'm not shy in standing up to my critics. So there were critics around and they were saying stuff. You know, you had to come out. And like, look, this is what the other apostles are doing. Some of us have denied that pleasure. It's not because we can't. It's not because we don't have the power. You know, at some point, we were telling the same church that, look, we are not asking for money from you or anything, but some, when you do it, it says we, we like you to do it because we need your account um, to be blessed, not your physical account. We're talking about your account before God. You know, is there a lot of stuff to, to, to read from this um, Corinthian church um, epistle he wrote to them. It's amazing. But we want to understand have we not power to lead about a sister and a wife? Why did he say that? What, do, what does it mean? They, we in the missionary assignment position. Yeah. Have we not, especially the we, he was talking to himself and Barnabas, his team, that were not doing what the other apostles were doing. That means that other apostles were leading about the sisters, the wives, all that privileges, you know, because they were based more in the Jerusalem church, you know, opening branches in the Jerusalem church, apart from um, somebody like um, Thomas that went to India, okay? The others were just over all over the place in Jerusalem, in Israel, all those things, but Paul was for the Gentiles, so he was more of outside, 
traveling here and there. If you look at the missionary journeys of Paul, you'd be amazed. On the sea here, sometimes here, snakes were biting him and people were calling him accursed. All those things. So it's like, for, for what he was doing, he was, he, he was uh, unprivileged like the other apostles. And yet, there were critics. <laughs> he said, that's amazing, no? You've denied yourself some pleasures here and there, and people will still criticize you. Hey, you serious? The other day, Bishop Doug was talking to ministers and said, look, it got to a time. I think I've said it here before. He says, when I'm preaching, I'm drinking water. They're like, why does he drink water too much when he's preaching? He heard it, and then he said, okay, now I'll not drink water. And somebody said, he's been talking since 30 minutes now. He doesn't catch, he drink water. <laughs> and then, you know, for him not to bore people, he'll walk up and down and preach and all that. And they're like, he walked too much. Can't he stand at one place and preach? So he, he started standing at the preach, uh, uh, one place to preach. And then they said, why does he stand one place too much? <laughs> he didn't know what was going on until one day he had a dream. He was in a boxing ring, wearing the boxing gloves and all that. And he was, do you know his opponent? The lady who sang before he preached. That was the boxing opponent to fight. And he was surprised. So he woke up and was like, God, what is this? And so all the critics and all the criticism, whatever, the main key people, that singer, and then your assistant. <laughs> hey! And then the Lord gave him a scripture. Cast out the scorner and contention may cease. So they have touched church. Because he said every Saturday night, he had diarrhea before Sunday. Because he didn't even know how to stand and preach anymore. That kind of thing. You know, when you think about something so much, you start having whatever, how, what do you call What is the term? Is it? You're almost skipping the beat. Palpitations. Thank you. I was about to say palpitations. Palpitations. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they, they went to church, he preached, called a meeting, and said, you and you, get out of the church. He said, oh, why? So, you know, people think that that is it. You can't say, tell someone to leave the church. The church is for God. Now, the God himself says, cast out scorners so that contention may cease. And God told him to go and do it. He says, two of you, get out. Never come back. You are the main reasons why... I have diarrhea every Saturday. You are broadcasting nonsense. Get out. So the lady left. The assistant left. And those things ceased. Hmm? That's where Bishop Saki also joined the church. Loved the way Bishop Dad was doing the evangelism. It was Kolebu Campus uh, Fellowship. He wrote a letter to him asking him, can I be your assistant? I love what you are doing for God. You're amazing. So critics are everywhere. Now, I'll, for, for the sake of spiritual um, maturity, I may not be able to tell you exactly the first thing God told me about the scripture. Okay? I can't say it yet. <laughs> you might not be able to handle it. 
Honestly, you might not be able to handle until you start showing the fruits of the impact. Uh huh. Until you, you you are able to tell me I've realized my assignment, then I know some people are growing. <laughs> Who knows your assignment? What are you doing on this earth? What is God's specific priority, prioritized will for you? Yeah. I taught a whole series on that on the radio. How to get into the will of God. So you have missed but you, you heard it, right? Or some. Hey. Today, this morning, an angel was telling me something. I was like, Eddie, you are right. You are right. It's like you, you have itchy, itchy ears like that. <laughs> it's not intentional. It's really not intentional. But uh, it will be communicated. Don't worry. It will. And you know, I'm witty. I say, I say intelligent things in a funny way. So before I realized, uh, you were laughing, I said it. So you have to be zen. Yeah. Amen. But the other one, the other meaning, let's look at the other meaning of the statement. Look. Chapter 8. Luke chapter 8, from verse 1 to verse 3. KJV, and then we do other translations. We will not keep long on this one at all. Luke we'll just chapter 8, verse 1 to 3. Yes, ma'am. And it came to pass afterwards that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and shewing the the glad tiding of the kingdom of God. Yes. And the twelve were with him. You know the twelve. Okay. Thank yeah. you. They were disciples by then. Okay. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Madeline. Hmm. Magdalene. Mm-hmm. Out of whom went seven devils, <laughs> and Jonah, <laughs> the wife of Chusa. What's the name again? Chusa. The name I told you, and what? Jonah. Jonah. That's how you pronounce it here. Isn't that? Oh, Joanna. Oh, okay. Because I was like, maybe that's oh, American pronunciation. Because if you say Jonah, there, jo- then it's like I didn't see that. Okay. Jonah, the wife of Chusa. That means like their gays. <laughs> Okay, so Joanna, right? Joanna. Okay, that's it's, it's the same pronunciation here. Okay. Joanna. Okay. And the wife, is it Chusa? Yeah. Herod Stewart. And Ch- Chusa was the financial manager of Herod. <laughs> yeah. Chusa was the financial manager of Herod. Chusa. His wife was Joanna. Uh-huh. Let's go. Herod. Steward and uh-huh. Susanna and many others which ministered unto him of their substance. How do you understand this? The names mentioned. You see, lead about a sister. Now, we have women here 
as specifically said in verse 2, and certain women. What were the women doing? Yes, yeah. They ministered unto him of their substance. What does it mean? TPT. TPT. One to three. Yes. Soon afterwards, Jesus began a ministry tour throughout the country, visiting cities and villages to announce the wonderful news of God's kingdom. His 12 disciples traveled with him, mm -hmm. as did a number of women who had been healed of many as illnesses. As did a number of women. women. Mm -hmm. People don't understand why women are too involved. It started a long time ago. As did. As did what? Oh, healed a number of uh -huh. a number of women who uh -huh. had been healed of many illnesses mm -hmm. and set free from demonic power. Mm -hmm. One of the women was Mary, mm. who was from the village of Magdala, mm -hmm. from whom Jesus had cast out seven demons. Champion. Among the women were <laughs> Susanna and mm -hmm. Joanna, the wife of Ch this one said Chusa. Yeah. Who managed King Herod's household? Mm -hmm. Many other women who supported Jesus' ministry from their own personal finances also traveled. Many with other women <laughs> who supported what Jesus with what and traveled with him. It's like not just the money; they also traveled with him. And Paul says, "Don't we also have power to lead women like that?" Because it's, it's not like it's a bad thing to have the women in a church or the women uh, in an organization, a Christian setting, to, to sponsor and want to put in a lot of things. Look at Joanna. His, her husband was Herod's household manager. She loved the husband and would travel, travel with Jesus on ministry tours. And the husband was home. And he could not complain. Why? Because when you see what the Lord has done, no excuse is enough when you want to do something. But why is it that specifically he said women? Why? This is Jesus who and many other women. You want to talk, you want to say something? Esteemed, mm. moved with Jesus, and that, that is a beautiful thing, yeah. And that has been uh, uh, a system up to now. The reason why you find women, and number three, women are able to move in faster than men when it comes to these things. But there were other men Jesus healed. Why were they not sponsoring? Blind Bartimaeus. The guy at the pool of Bethesda, 48 years, 48 years or 38 years, he was there. And Jesus went to heal him. 
Why did he not follow Jesus? You see, even Lazarus, the friend of Jesus, the guy who died for four days, we did, we don't, his, his sisters were rather sponsoring Jesus, Mary and Martha. <laughs> and what were they doing? Supported him from their own personal finances. This is amazing. One. Have we not power to lead about a sister? And like Dave said, it's true. It's, it could be true. Because women were not too regarded. They, like, you know, it's, it's men, men, men. Like even when Jesus fed the 5,000, he says women and children not counted. That means he fed more than 5,000. But the Bible says women and children not counted. So only men and quite 5,000. But if you add the women, I'm sure you are hitting about 25,000. Because women are a lot, plus children. Hmm. What do you have in the Message Bible? I think it's kind of the same. I think it's kind of the same. Do you have it? Yeah. Okay. Look eight. Right. He continued according to plan, traveled to town after town, village after village, preaching God's kingdom, spreading the message. The twelve were with him. There were also some women in the in their company who had been healed of various evil afflictions and illnesses. Mary, the one called Magdalene, Magdalene, mm. from whom seven demons had been cast out, Joanna, wife of Chusa, Herod's manager, and Susanna, along with many others who used their considerable means to provide for the company. And somebody would just ask, Jesus, being God in human form, could not bring miracle money. It had to be people sponsoring his ministry. Why? He was setting the pace for the church. Do you, do you catch it? He was what? Setting the pace. Building the structure. And unfortunately, we now have a lot of men and even women of God taking advantage of ministry partners and sponsors. And they've turned them into treasury bills, into financial how do I put it? You know, now, I don't know if you hear the stories around. People are personally sponsoring men and women of God to push the gospel. They've been taken advantage of. Especially when the, the man is even a, a prophet, then just falls. <laughs> it's now... The focus of money. Look, one time Pastor Chris was late. He was invited to a different country. A wife of one of the high-profile people in Nigeria was a ministry partner to Pastor Chris. And she said, how come my pastor has to go preach and he doesn't have flight? She chartered the whole plane. <laughs> Put Pastor Chris there and his team. And they went. <laughs> Do you know how much that, that is? How much is it? Just calculate. <laughs> Whole flight. In and out. Go and come back. Chatted. 
When you hear a man of God sitting on TV and said, I, I, want, I want the church to buy me a private jet. The reason is that the airlines don't fly my schedule. That's Krifo Dollar. Do you know Krifo Dollar? You've heard of him. He made the church buy him a one, is it one million dollar plane? Those days. Said the airline, and he was so bold and, you know, unrepentant. You know that kind of body expression. The airlines don't fly my schedule. And then he will be in the church preaching and say, I'm trusting God. We are going to buy that plane. And the people were clapping in the church, clapping. <laughs> Taking advantage of ministry sponsors. One man of God has over 20 jet fleets, a whole fleet. He has a, his, the, church pay, the church pays for the warehouse and everything. Over 20 private jets. How many preachings? <laughs> like how many preachings are you going to preach? With 20? <laughs> hey. It's amazing. Oh. A Nigerian prophet said he doesn't see the need for private jets. It's a waste of money and all that. As I'm talking to you now, he has bought one. <laughs> Suleiman. Yeah. For him, he was like, This is a waste of money. People are in the church, they need the money, and you're going to buy a plane. But before I realized he was in a plane, and he says he, he sees the wisdom in it. It's like that is what killed Miles Moreau. Private jet, you know, Miles Moreau, his wife, children, some pastors, they crashed. I was talking to a man of God yesterday, and the man of God said, If Jesus were to be in our days, he would have gone with the modern type of transportation. And I'm saying, yes, but in the days of Jesus, he had more, there were modern type of transportation, sitting on expensive donkeys and horses, but he walked. Why? Even when he wanted to sit on a donkey, there was a poor donkey. He sent them to go. I said, even in his days, with people sponsoring him in his ministry, he was very careful. He did not lead the example of, uh, what's the word? Is it Flamboyance or what? To be, is it? Yeah. He wasn't like that. I'm sure he would have flew, uh, he would have, what's the correct way? Flew or flown? He would have flew uh, economy, and if anybody wanted to sponsor him with first class, fine. But I'm not sure Jesus would have bought a private jet. He set that example in his days. That is what, look at this man. He was making impact before we realized in his private jet. The thing was private. Don't you think that private jet, like special people take care of it, they, you know, so why, why that thing? Amazing. People are taking advantage of these things. You know, this, this thing we call, come and serve the man of God. You know, come and serve the man of God. Papa, oh, Papa, oh, Mama, you know. Can you tell me who was who was who was polishing the shoes of Jesus? It, it's not it's not there. He didn't have personal uh, clothes washers, personal <laughs> personal word again cooks. Yeah, a lady was saying, so she was privileged to be called by the pastor's wife to come and help with the children. Says one day, 
the pastor forced himself on her and gave her a prophetic rope. Amazing. A beautiful prophetic rope. I told you how people came and they, they won the court cases when they went to court with the Houston church. You know Houston church, the Hillsong, that church. Well, the pastor has resigned now. How the youth ministers and all that will catch the ladies in the office and rape them. And when they reported them to the pastors, they were like, I, I can't talk about it. This is Christianity. Like, so like, how is it bad to have people sponsoring the ministry of God? <laughs> how is it bad? But we have, we have allowed too much greediness and selfishness. It is polluting the place of impact. And that's what I want us to look at. Make sure that when God places you at a place of influence and impact, you don't abuse it. Because you didn't get there because you are the prince of Wales or the princess of where? You see? You got there by grace. Amen. You know, we're watching that, that is a prison break. And how people in their place of authority allowed prisoners to break out because they could let them break out. That's what we are seeing in society. And if we Christians are doing it, how do we condemn unbelievers when they do these things? The place of influence. Jesus never abused it. You see, all these people following him, they were sponsoring him, they were traveling with him. And yet... No, you couldn't hear any bad report that said, and Jesus started collecting too much money. <laughs> now, you, you know the certain, the, who was the treasurer of Jesus' time? When he was, his ministry, who was the treasurer, financial secretary? Judas. So the women's money and all that, he was collecting. And the Bible says he was a thief. The guy will take his part, his share. So like Jesus would say, how much do we have? Can we get a place to, you know, stay so that we can have this crusade or this and the Judas were like, there's no money. That's why one time somebody went to Jesus and said, can I join your disciples? He says, look, foxes, they have their own houses. Birds of the air, they have their own nets. The son of man have no place to sleep. Why? Judas is a Otherwise, why would he say that he didn't have a place to sleep? With all the people sponsoring the ministry. Judas is a discano. <laughs> and so they had to like Wherever space they can get, they had to go. So he said, guy, you want to follow me? I don't have a place to sleep. <laughs> and Jesus said, have I, not, have I not chosen you two of, but one of you is a devil. The guy was stealing money here and there. And did you ever hear Jesus called police for him? He, he let Judas be. He, he never... Even when Judas criticized, why have you allowed this woman to break an expensive perfume like this? What's the most expensive perfume now, in our days? A lot of name brands. What, like, up to like 5 million perfume. You can have 5 million perfume. For body. Wow. <laughs> and imagine... The, the most expensive was alabaster box. The woman broke. Uh, how did she get? She because of the thing she was doing, the, her business. <laughs> so she could afford it. Broke it, used her tears to wash the feet of Jesus, 
kissed the feet of Jesus, used her hair as the towel. And he told the guy who, who, who you know, invited him for that dinner. His name was Simon, the rich man. He says, when I came, you didn't even give me common water. It was in their culture. When somebody visits you, give the person water to wash their feet. He said, you didn't even give me water to wash my feet or water to wash my hands. Look at what this woman has done. And Judah said, Bosu, the money, if we had sold this alabaster box, we could have used the money to help the widows. <laughs> Did he say anything like Judas? So you, when are you going to like me? When I no no no. He looked at Judas and said, "Look, the widows and orphans you have, me you don't always have." Beautiful answer. But he was having sponsors. Don't abuse it, oh! God will put you in the high place in Jesus' name. Because you're quite like that. I'm surprised. Amen. Yeah. Business-wise, whatever-wise, God will lift you, pa. Try not to abuse it. Oh, even as small as I am, I had people like the youth in Ghana. Oh, can we come and polish your shoe? I said, look at me. Am I old? They said, no. Am I crippled? Look at my hand. Am I, do I have leprosy? They said, so I can polish my shoes. And they will come and fight and want to fetch water. I'm like, that, that is not what Jesus said. Now it has become a man of God looked at me and told me, I said something about learning how to drive so that I can take his kids to school and all that. He says, not about you knowing how to drive my car. Your training. And I was like, what is the training you are talking about? And you know the training was talking about being able to sweep the house, wash, doing this. How, how does it make this a ministerial training? Amen. See where we have brought so-called serve me and train me issues. But that's not what happened. Even when Jesus went to visit Mary and Martha, and Mary was listening to Jesus, and Martha was busy what? Cooking. And Martha, hey, the woman bore off. She went to Jesus and said, Master, can't you command Mary to come and help me? Because they knew Jesus. He, he liked variety of food. She was cooking different food. And Jesus said, one thing is needful. Mary has it. He says, Martha, you are worried over so many things. Come and let me talk to you. <laughs> it's not about Save me, save me, save me. The, the only service you can give to Jesus is to love him and just do what he wants you to do. Amen. Although it's not bad because Elisha was called the man who poured water on the hands of Elijah. Elijah was doing these things for Elijah, you know, washing clothes and all. He did it for Elijah. It's not bad. But it shouldn't be the focus of impact. And they're going, as, hey, man, like they used to say in Ghana, they like to say in Ghana, but I mean, somebody's husband is your caller. Hey. One time a man of God said to me, he came to Accra for a joint service. He was going back to Swedru. And he said, uh, I'm like, don't ever say that. Not to me. I don't want to hear you say that. The people in your church, you call them your won't call her. What, what, what language is that? They are your, 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 your what? Your, they are grandfathers and grandmothers in the church. Privileged to call you a father because you are a ministerial leader. And then you are calling them won't call her. That is a fight between Enesopoku and Brother Sami. But as Amin says, and Opoku says, Did you train me in music? That's, that's the fight among two Christians. Nation worshippers. 
Makwalama. Who brought this? It's a very dangerous thing. Influence can easily make you proud. But be careful. Because the Bible says God resists the pride. He, it's like, it means God will fight you. If you are proud. Do you know Reverend Obofo? That slim guy who, who never sleeps. <laughs> he said on TV, I will not do something and give God glory. When he gets his glory, does he share with me? He said, he is called Reverend. He said it on TV. His television station. I will not do something as a pastor and give God glory. When he gets his glory, does he share with me? He said it in dream. He said something. He said, I am not looking for going to heaven. He says, the only thing I'm looking for is power and name and money. I don't believe in heaven. I don't even understand Jesus. He said on his TV station. Still, people go to the church. See how far we have come. And when we are busy speaking truth like this, you are useless. <laughs> That's what he said. He says, forget about heaven, forget about whatever kingdom of God. It's name, money, and fame. Power, money, and fame. That's all. So that's what he's looking for. He will not do something and give God glory. Does he share his glory with me? And he had his in the studio saying, yeah, Papa is true. Papa is true. Papa and okay. Because of the place of influence, if you are not careful, because you might think that, oh, the people should know better and leave. You don't know the, the ritual of uh, uh, influence. I told you last time, it could be light or darkness. And they can do incantations and rituals to maintain their demonic influence so hard that you might think that people should be able to come up, but they can't. It's a covenant. So Paul told Timothy, be careful not to be so quick to lay hands because it's a very serious thing. Don't, don't be quick. Hey, let, I want to lay hands. So people are running, who are always running, going to, especially in Ghana, conferences, when the pastors are laying hands, people run, they want to delay it. I said, do they understand what is happening? Laying on of hands is a very serious thing. It's not like he's breaking the yoke on you or he's giving you anointing. It goes deeper than that. It is a moment of initiation for those who are called for the devil. If I'm a man of devil, but I'm, I come as a preacher, man of God, and I'm laying hands on you, people are falling, people are, I'm initiating a lot of people, putting demonic witchcraft in people. Are you catching it? But people will rush and go and say, oh, you know, touch me, oh, man, touch me, oh, touch me. I was in a program one time. A very genuine man of God, is, he's not fake. But he was laying hands, people were running. It's a very place of influence. I was like, should I even go? I shouldn't go. Should I go? And I've, I said, no, be careful. Be careful. Because I saw something. So I said, no, be careful. You can be where you are and still get touched. That's why we next chapel, they've given them one. If we catch you falling and you break a chair, you buy three. <laughs> well, they are also their own doctrine. They don't believe in the falling down thing. There are too much, too much fix now. So they've like, okay, release the word. It will work in people's lives. Don't have to force. 
you know. But Pastor Chris also had an encounter from Jesus, and Jesus gave him that stretching of hands, and people would fall. So he gave him that anointing. So it's everybody in there. But be careful how you want to rush to just, like somebody say, me tap, I tap. What do you know what is going on? A lot of things are happening. Communion, communion, our time is up. A lot of things are happening. So be careful. All right? What, what you do with influence. Look at these women leading, you know, following Jesus here and there. The apostles had it. Paul could have had have it, but he says, no, 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 no. We are taking our time. But at that moment, too, it also, it also says a lot, okay, that you should be happy. God bless you. You should be happy supporting with what? Your substance. Are we here? Are we together? Even Jesus, who, who could bring money from the fish, mouth of fish, had people sponsoring the ministry. And I don't think Jesus ever preached for people to come and sponsor. It's when he showed them love and genuity, they, they followed. That's why I don't believe in preaching about these things. You know, give it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking over. I don't, I don't believe in these things. I, I believe that the work we are doing is a spiritual work. And it's the Lord who touches somebody's heart. If the Lord touches your heart, you will do it. If he touches your heart and you don't want to do it, you will not do it. True or not true? So I don't think we should turn the church into, into financial lectures, uh, where we lecture, financial lecturing. We lecture 14 ways to be prosperous. Number one, be very careful with your title. It is something that is very sacred. Uh, number two, <laughs> if it is, look, I have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. If he touches you and you are matured, you will do it. Do you catch it? If he touches you and you are matured, can you imagine a whole Jesus? People were giving offering like a fundraising and then a, a, a widow went to give the small money and he was even praising the woman. It's like, don't you need money? Somebody brought small money and you are praising the person. Why don't you thank the people who are bringing the big, big money? I said, no. What she has done, she, she is the most beautiful honest giver. <laughs> hey! It's serious. But when a whole service is for convincing people that giving is good, did anybody teach you how to breathe? You said breathing because it's a part of humanity, human nature. Nobody taught you, hey, do... <sighs> no, 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 no. You said doing it. So these spiritual things... You will flow if the Holy Spirit is in you. Don't abuse your place of authority. Because God will put you there. You understand? Like even in marriage, where they say uh, the husband is the head of the woman, as Christ is the head of the husband, and God is the head of Christ, you know. And then, funny enough, it is the Christian brothers who are now lording themselves. Hey, the Bible says I'm, I'm the head, though. You understand? <laughs> Have you seen men, Christian men like that? I, I am the head. Remove your dress fast. Some don't even know how to tell their wives how to, you know, touch them. I am talking to you as your, your husband and you are even not looking at me. Remove their dress. <laughs> and they are like this. In, look, have you, 
let's be honest. Have you not maybe you should you should you should be able to maybe have you not entered Christian homes and nobody laughs? As soon as the husband is in the house, nobody laughs, nobody talks. Why? Uh-huh. Even children run. It happened to a man, and then he realized that he was misbehaving. Anytime the children will see, will hear the car, pim pim, they run, they off the TV, they run. And when he goes home, everybody's in the room, including his wife. She goes under the blanket. <laughs> hey. And then he will go and touch the TV. It's hot. So they were here. And once for a while, he couldn't get anybody to play with. Even his own wife, he couldn't talk to. Too much that I'm the Lord. I'm the Lord of the house. Until he had to repent. Called everybody and said, you know what? I've been fooling. Forgive me. That is what happened to John G. Lake. The man I love so much. He lost his eight children plus his wife. In ministry, they went to South Africa. His wife died out of malnutrition. He will be going to the market to go and buy some small food stuffs. He will meet somebody who is hungry and give the whole thing to the person. Come back home empty and thinks he was doing the work of God. But you are starving your wife. How is it the work of God? The woman died. Sometimes she will wait. She will, you have to, she, she will have to pray that this one that my husband is going to the market, eh, may he bring the food. He had to intercede. Because he will see somebody hungry and give the whole thing to the person. And sometimes they will cook and people will come for prayer. Some were hungry. You know Africa those days. And then he would say, let's give the food. In his children, himself, his wife was starved. When the last two were dying in Canada, they said, if daddy were here, we would not have died. Because he's a master healer. He went to Spokane, Washington. And it was declared the, the healthiest city in the world. Healing everywhere. It got to a time doctors were even mad at him because they were not getting sick people. He healed a lot of people. That's him. And they said that it was said like when they were eating at the table, nobody talked. That's John G. Lake. Nobody talked. Nobody made whim. Nobody smiled because he was in the spirit. He lost the first family he ever had. And his second marriage, now you could talk at table, you could laugh. He had repented, but he had lost nine souls. It's crazy. Play influence is dangerous. But we are called to be there. Because we have to help somebody. But be careful. Your, your wife can't talk. Your, your children see you and they are running. And you must call me, what they said, the Mura. When my mother used to call my father Mura, when he... he, he he calls her Maggie. You know, she's Margaret. Maggie. And I hated Maggie because of the food, uh, Maggie Q. <laughs> I don't know why he was calling, him, calling her Maggie. When we had visitors, he was like, Maggie. I was like, why are you calling my mother Maggie? Maggie is for cooking. <laughs> and then she was more mutual than my heart. But he didn't lord himself. He was not like that. He would play and all that. But that, that thing alone. Mura, that Mura thing, it cut me off. It just cut me off like that. Yeah. And the, the, the fathers will come and they'll run. So you, can, you can't say pim in the house. And so when they go to other people's house and they see their, their fellow men playing with their children and wives, they're like, man, you are very weak. Oh. You, should, you, should, you, should, you should be very, you know, when you're on your face, you don't, you don't smile. 
so got so got ahead of the house. Lord have mercy. Is that what Jesus did? That's not what Jesus did. He washed the feet of disciples. That culture thing is crazy. And when the husband gets a visitor, the woman is not supposed to talk. Just sit down. For, for your husband to allow you to sit in his meeting with his friends, you are very privileged. African culture. When you say pim, you are, you are in trouble. Your own is to bring the food, bring the water, sit down, watch us eat. Clean our sweat. And clear the dishes. Imagine. Hey! And I'm like, in the night too. Chop yourself. You can't enslave people like that. Place of authority. You know there are some women who also do it. Yeah. Small sweet thing God gave you. No, it has to be. A, um, a woman was charging her, charging her pastor husband. Anytime you wanted to. You have to sign a check. It's not a joke. It's true. Anytime you wanted. Say, okay. You know the price. When God lifts you, Bible said Jesus, it was not robbery for him to count himself as equal with God. But he humbled himself even unto the death on the cross. Now, he has been given a name that is above every name. Because he didn't decide to lord himself over people. He decided to be humble. And he has been given a name. Why can't we do the same? There are some churches you can't even talk to the man of God. You have to talk to the other pastors, not the senior pastor. A church member must book, like book, and be given a ticket before you can see your man of God. Why? And sometimes when they are ministering, their bodyguards are around them. Even when you want to touch the man of God, like the bodyguard, show us as well. How dare you touch Papa? Papa won't do so. Is it not a, a human being? It's, it's crazy. But when they started the church and the people were small, they were mingling with the people, showing them love and all that. When they grew, no authority. See how it is. And yet, you go to Venus Chapel and Bishop Oyedipo with all the fame and money, he will roll up his pants and scrub the toilet. T.B. Joshua was doing the same thing. Scrubbing toilets in their place of influence. That is beautiful. But what do the others do? Where are the janitors? What have, what have they done? I don't like the smell of the distance. <laughs> Crazy. So when you go to the Bible school, Lighthouse Chapel, the students, they don't have, they don't hire people to do the cleaning. No. The students themselves will clean the toilet. And sometimes when they don't do it with Bishop Dark, they say, Come follow me. You don't know how to scrub. He would take the thing and scrub and show them. Say, that's how we scrub toilets. Yeah. And he tells them, leadership is not bossu, bossu, bossu thing. You see the drama we have? He drums on lights. Hey. The lights were very shameful. Let's take our communion and close. Amen. Any question? Our time is up.
Any question? Oh, any contribution? See how, if it's true, let me see how this country, the Spanish and the Latinos, when they are in places of influence, they open doors for their own people. Put a Ghanaian, <laughs> you'll be shocked. Why are we like that? Your own <laughs> country president is coming, is like, do you have an appointment? What, your mom has an appointment. <laughs> But these people will just open, come in, come in. When I go to, when you go to see town, you see the manager. Do you know this, this, this? You see, he's always there talking to the people and all. I, 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 I just like him. I just like him. Go to our own here, gossip. They will gossip every movement. Why are we like that? Why are we like that? Who, who can tell me why? Is it also a culture problem? Really? So bad. See Indians. You see an Indian in this area. Give him six months. <laughs> the whole area will be Indianized. <laughs> but a Ghanaian will tell you, I don't want to go to Ghana community because they, they gossip too much. It would have been nice for us to have you know, oh, when you go to this area, oh, Ghanaians, if you go to America and you go to Connecticut, go to this street, they will help you. It's not like that. But in New York, they have it all. Some Ghanaians are there. They even came on um, um, uh, TikTok and all that. So when you come to New York, you don't have whatever papers, ask for this street, we will help you. Just a few people like that in New York, that's all. We don't have it here. It's about time we change it. And we are the ones who will change it. We have to bring the change. If we now cannot show that unity, when are we going to show it? Our children will come and pick it up. We have to change it. Why do we close church and we have groups and classes? This is my group, this is my group. And we, we move. If you come and join, you are a stranger. In the house of God. So why, why won't people insult Christianity? They will sit on radio and insult the intelligence and the core of our faith. They will insult Jesus. They will insult everything and nothing happens to them. But they cannot sit on radio and TV and insult Nogopo's line. They are afraid. Because they know their gods are powerful. <laughs> but our God is, is because we have made it. They don't see the unity among Christians. So they have the freedom to insult us. Father, have mercy you. Why will a church, a, a pastor close and then be insulting other people and other elders with his, also his group of loyalty, loyalty group? They insult other people. Like, Look at this elder. I hate him so much. A pastor telling another elder, see this, I, I hate him. He doesn't support elder. I hate him. And then they will form hatred association. And if you don't go against the pastor, you are disloyal. Did Jesus ever preach loyalty and disloyalty? If we have to preach loyalty in the church, that means something has gone wrong. Something has gone wrong. Yeah. Pastors are insulting church members because it was my birthday. We didn't bring gift. Some big churches, they have amount, quota. 
when the pastors pay this, all the pastors pay this amount, all the bishops pay this amount, church members do this amount. But when it's Christmas, what do you give to Jesus? The same pastors are waiting for Christmas gift. But you know, you now you are waiting for Christmas and birthday gift. What do you give to Jesus his birthday? This is what we have become. This is what we have become. Am I following you? I have to tell the truth. Our time is up, I know. Forgive me. But we have to be careful. We have to be careful. Where they have the choir, they also have their boots. When you lead song too much, I hear. The director is chopping her. That's why he has been letting her lead. Wow! To praise God. <laughs> God help us. We are wasting impact. But we, God will judge us. All right, let's pray on our communion. Commit this week in the hands of God. Place a demand on the body of on the body and blood of Jesus. Let it be a beautiful week for you and they that are connected to you. We are in a new month. Release words. Release words. Release words. Bless this month for, for your sake. For your family's sake. Your nation's sake. Nine Delada Sibra Hey, none shall be feeble in the land, Lord. None will cast their young. None will miscarry. No bone will be broken. No flesh will be scratched. Unscratched, unscathed in the name of Jesus. Every premature death Death through sicknesses, accident, anything connected with death. We block it this month, Lord. Divine health. Divine breakthroughs. Divine help. Mercy and grace. Make it our share, Lord. Mandi kaladuse vadadabra. Labo shandaladabra. Every loophole in our lives, let it be blocked. So that there will be no chance for any evil to befall us. Let heart cries be answered. Let heart desires be granted. Let the arrows of the demons be stopped. Let demonic surprises be stopped. Favor us this month, Lord, than ever before. Let us not sweat without results to prove. Let us not sweat without anything to prove. Oh, Father, you that make it rich, Pour that grace upon us this month. Mendi la sovradia. And even the rest of our lives. Landa rada Clothe us with your presence. Overshadow us with 
presence, Lord. Overshadow us with your presence. Oh, overshadow us with your presence, Lord. Hey, thank you, Lord. And keep us by your power. Keep us by your power. Keep us by your power. Any form of accident, we block it in the name of Jesus. La do Anything that will disadvantage us, that will go against us, let it not manifest in the name of Jesus. Malo shalevadus Any burden, any curse, any demonic altar that represents the month of July, we stop it in the name of Jesus. We open the fountain of blessing. And we say, let it be a month of divine peace, a month of divine joy, a month of your presence, Lord. May establish us, Lord, upon the rocks and not upon places of clay and not in the place of the miry clay. Settle us upon rocks and make us solid in things pertaining to necessities of life in the name of Jesus. May we grow even spiritually. Even this month, help us to grow and be matured in the things of God. Help us be able to compare spiritual things to spiritual things. Help us to be able to communicate with your spirit that we know the mind and your intent for us. And we'll be able to walk in your purposes, your agendas, and your perfect will. May we not appoint you this month, Lord. May we not disappoint you this month. Hey, Bella Sobradaba, help us to be punctual and accurate in your presence and in your fellowship in everything concerning you. Ah, Bado Shabali Kozo Lebro saying Help us to love well this month. To love well without conditions. To love well without pain, Lord. Help us to love like you love us, Lord. Help us to love like you. To know the height, the depth, and the weight of love. Even this week and this month, Lord. Help us love like you. Help us with the fruit of the Spirit. Help us with self-control. Help us with long-suffering. Help us with love, joy, peace, kindness. Help us with the fruit of the Spirit. May we manifest the character of Christ this month and the days ahead of us, Lord. Help us to manifest the character of Christ. Help us to walk in the statutes of Christ. Help us to attract people to the kingdom by things we say, things we do. Help us, Lord. Help us with weaknesses. Help us with weaknesses. Help us in our weaknesses, Lord. Like Paul said, for the, for the devil came to buffet me and I have a thorn in my flesh. Every thorn in our flesh. Help us to please you and to, and to stand in your righteousness and holiness. Every form of unholiness, unrighteousness, anything that we do or say that does not please you, help us to please you this month and the days ahead of us. Let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, our rock, our Lord, our Redeemer. Oh, we love you. We love you and thank you for blessing us. Thank you for blessing us. This man, send us anyhow you want to send us. Send us, we will obey. Send us like you send Christ. Send us like you send the apostles and prophets. Send us, Lord, we will obey. Help us to obey. What us both to will do of your good pleasure, Lord. Glory. Glory to your name. This month, we have opened great doors for us. But adversaries are many. We shut down every adversary. Any opposer of glory, any opposer of open doors for us, any opposer of your blessings, 
we shut that person down. We shut that spirit down. We shut down that adversary. And we say, let the path be straight before us. Let, let, let the lines fall unto us in places and places. That you may give God praise. We, are, we were called to give you praise. We were called to give you praise. In every place we stand, help us to give glory to your name. May we not be afraid to publicly declare, I will stand with you and for you. May we be able to clearly, clearly, clearly say that we are for Christ. Thank you. Thank you. May we not be lukewarm this month. Because if we were lukewarm, according to your word, you will test us out. Help us to be hot, hot, to stand firm for you in faith and in grace and in hope. Glory. Glory, Lord. Gifts are in us. Help us to use them. And in a place of authority, help us to be humble and help us to please you. Ah, thank you. May we not lord ourselves because of some positions we have. Help us, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. Things that we couldn't say. Spirit of God, help us. Help us with them. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you're not listening to my prayer. You're also praying your own. <laughs> Sometimes the temptation to listen to my own is high. Somebody will say, ah, Pastor, your, your prayer is sweet. Eh? Is it true? Oh, Charlie. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for the communion, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Usually, according to the culture of Jesus, when you take communion, you are supposed to sing praises. But we don't. So may God forgive us. Because we are, we are working with time. Yeah. Bible says when they were done eating with Jesus on the communion day, they sang praises. So that's something my father always did. Whenever there was communion, after communion, it says praises. Then they would dance uh, because there was freedom in the spirit of God. But we don't have time, so God help us. Please, as we are going home, be praising God. Eh? Let's, let's be upstanding. Let's close. Our time is fast spent. We didn't start on time. May God help us. See how he's enjoying some communion. <laughs> okay. CPT on Jude. Oh, did I give you the scripture for the week? Our reading scriptures for the week. We don't have it. Let's quickly have it. Oh, you, have it? you are not done with the... You are not done. Okay. Since you are not done, then I will hang on and wait till we are done. All right. So next week, then we continue. Beautiful, beautiful. Jude, 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 Jude. Last week, people recited without looking at the Bible. <sighs> we have some sharks, intelligent people. Are we ready? One, two, let's go. Now to the one with enough power. Ish. Ish. Faultless before his glorious presence. To stand before him with ecstatic delight. Ish. Our Savior, through our Lord Jesus Christ, be endless glory and majesty, great power and authority from before he created time, now and throughout all the ages of eternity. Charlie, hey, someone look, not looking on the Bible. Hey. 
Shabaye.